Welcome to the Wildly Worthy Podcast, where we teach you how to raise your self-worth and your net worth. Hey, I'm Nikki. I used to be super anxious and insecure until I started taking control of my life. Now I'm an entrepreneur who travels the world for fun, always looking for my next adventure. Each week, I'll share with you how you can grow your belief in yourself, learn how to overcome your fears, and create a life that you love. You are wildly worthy of all that you desire. I'm so happy that you're here. Now let's get started. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode. Today's episode that you're getting ready to hear is an interview I did with Devani from the Living by Design podcast and I'll link her show in the show notes. Um, But yeah, we did a little episode about financial wellness, soul care, during the holidays. So I hope that it helps you out as you are navigating um, all the craziness and all the chaos that comes with this time of year. It is and can be a time of peace and joy and it's all about finding that balance and what makes you happy while also respecting the boundaries and the wishes of others. Without further ado, here's that interview. Hi, Nikki. I am so excited. So excited to be here. Um, Can you share it with our listeners a little bit about you? And then I'll share a little bit about me because this is also going to go up on Nikki's podcast. Awesome. So my name is Nikki. I am a money strategist and money mindset coach. Um, I really work on the behind the scenes part of what makes us make our money decisions. We really work a lot on worthiness. Also, we do the logistical stuff, which is planning your spending, your saving, your investing, and paying off your debt um, so that you can live a life of freedom. So good. I love that. And I think so needed right now, like just in our world, like having that financial wellness, right? Cause that's an aspect yeah. of our wellness, like having that financial knowledge and knowing about spending and what's impacting my spending and things like that is just another part of well-being. So I love that that's what you're, you're serving or where you're serving. Yes. Thank you. And I, I am a life coach for helpers. And so I really support women in creating soul care filled lifestyles. I have my master of social work. I've been in the mental health field for about five years. And that's really what my passion is, is helping women take better care of themselves and really prioritizing their emotional well-being and creating lifestyles that, that we don't burn out from and that really fill up our cups. Yes. I love that you're helping women and you're helping helpers who are so often givers to others, right? Rather than taking care of themselves. So that's beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about specifically around the holidays, Mm -hmm. finances, taking care of yourself financially. So Nikki, wherever you want to start us off, Um, There are so many huge topics related to this. So we were going to touch on mindset and self-worth and spending around the holidays. So wherever the Holy Spirit is leading you to start us out. 
Awesome. So I think the biggest thing when I think of the holidays and spending is the consumerism. Uh, just that it's we are being programmed. We're being um, not programmed like in a weird way, but just <laughs> culturally conditioned. Absolutely. Conditioned, yes, that's the right word. Conditioned to buy and to buy more and to buy bigger every single year. Um, and I, I just really like to take it back to just being um, content with what we have, appreciating what we already have rather than always wanting more and not feeling like it's ever enough or um we've we you know we've got to buy someone's love if so and so buys this then we have to buy this and you know i think there are different ways to show our love and it doesn't have to be through gifts i mean of course that's part of the tradition that's part of the holidays giving gifts but i also don't want it to be a part of your identity or how you express how you feel about someone because not everybody has that ability. <laughs> Excuse me, I just sneezed. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just, I don't want women or men out there spending more than they have because they so feel I think an obligation. Go ahead. You bring up so many good points. So I'm like over here taking intense <laughs> notes. So many good points. I think the first, the first thing for women to take away from this is really thinking about realistically, what do I have to give, Mm -hmm. right? Like what do I have to give or to spend around this and then working from that space rather than thinking about what you want to be giving and want to be doing. And then you end up using credit cards and creating Mm -hmm. all of this extra stress for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So many people go into debt just to buy gifts. And the truth is that most people you're buying the gifts for don't want you to go into debt for them. That's so, huge. Yeah. That's just really something. And it can be a conversation you have with your family or your friends or whoever you're buying for. Um, just that, hey, this is what I have to spend this year. I'm really working on my financial wellness and taking care because I believe that money and finances is a part of our self-care. And that's something that I really work on with the people um, in my group and within my one-on-one practice. Let's dig more into that because I think that's something that I wrote down actually is how to have that conversation with other people around what you have to give or what you're feeling. And so I'd love to dig more into the practicality of like how to set that boundary or how to have those conversations. And something that I would urge too is to really think about, and I'll, I'll put this all into the show notes for people who are visual, but really thinking about like, what are you feeling? Like when you're feeling some type of way, because I can imagine that there is so much stress around the holidays, so much stress Mm -hmm. and anxiety and overwhelm. And so really asking yourself, like, what am I feeling? And then really figuring out what you can do to shift that. And I think a huge piece is having this conversation with other people's, with other people's, with other people (laughs) about, expectations for gifts. So 
Sometimes I think, especially, I think the women that are listening like helpers, right? So especially women who give, who serve, we want to give everything we have. We want to blow the socks off of everyone with our gifts and be the most thoughtful. So sometimes we put that expectation on ourselves, And so like Nikki mentioned, a lot of people, some might, most people will not want you to go into debt or to overwhelm yourself to get them these gifts. And so having these conversations around, Hey, this is, I'm actually, I want to give you so much. I really want to get you the most amazing gift, but I'm feeling a little stressed about it. I'm feeling, and then allowing them to share with you that, you know, hopefully, and probably what's going to happen is they're going to say, Oh my gosh, I don't need all that. And then we can problem solve together about what kind of gifts do you want to exchange? What do you want that to look like? Yes. Yes. I love that. And I think it's important to remember that not everyone's love language is gifts. Um, sometimes people want, just want to spend time with you. I know my family would rather me come over and spend the day with them than for me to buy them one gift. Um, so just, you know, maybe talking to them about what would you enjoy most? Do you want to spend the day together? Um, it could be acts of service. Can I do this for you? Can I babysit for you? A lot of people that have kids, that would be the best gift that you could give them, right? Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Words of affirmation. So just telling them, maybe writing them a letter, making a card, Um showing your appreciation for them and, uh, what they mean to you. Uh, which one am I forgetting? Is it <laughs> oh, touch? Physical, physical touch hugs, <laughs> right? Um, that's kind of hard to do in gift giving, but it is important to remember that, that that's not always most important. And even though during the holidays, that is what we are, um, stressed to use to express our love to other ones. Um, So I think maybe having that conversation, what would mean the most to you? And then also you could start your conversation off with, hey, I really don't need anything and make it more about you don't have to spend on me first and then say, that's not really what's most important to me. I would rather us, you know, Uh, take a day trip or I'd rather us go to the park and feed the ducks. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I I think it's just, yeah, getting into what is really important to both of you Um, and having that conversation. And some people will be more receptive than others. Some people really have it ingrained to them. Like, no, we have to buy gifts. Everybody has to get a gift. And you just have to decide this is what I can do and this and maybe let them know ahead of time so like hey I don't want you to spend exuberant amounts of money on me this is this this is the limit that I have this year Um, I've made this commitment to myself and I'm going to take care of my finances it really stresses me out it causes me anxiety because finances can do that to us finances can cause overwhelm, stress, anxiety, all those things. And like I said, most people that love us don't, don't want us to feel that way. Right. So good. So it sounds like in that last little piece, you could even just set a cap, like a very clear expectation around this is how much 
I'm okay and feel comfortable mm-hmm. spending yeah. and what that's going to look like. Yeah. I think another really cool thing to do, and you kind of touched on this is maybe taking the time, especially if now you have a family of your own, whatever that looks like for you mm-hmm. is really looking at what are the traditions that I have around the holidays, things that I feel like I need to do things that I feel like I need to buy right? What are the different pieces that make up the holidays for me? And really intentionally choosing and saying, this still works for me. I still want this one. This doesn't work for me. I want to create something else. So I don't want to have to get gifts for every member of my (laughs) nuclear and extended family. Cousins, second cousins. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. And even, Mm -hmm. you know, some people may, and we don't need to be this extreme, but some people may even say we don't do gifts at all. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we create a handcrafted gift or like this year, I already, you know, we discussed this in my house that we are going to do stockings and we're Mm going to have stockings for each other with cute little things and for the dogs, of course. And then (laughs) of course, and which I get so excited about. And then we're going to do like joint gifts where we're going to print wedding pictures that we haven't printed and put up yet. Or so like deciding for you, what, what feels really good for you? What feels good financially? What feels Mm -hmm. good emotionally? because we get to choose as we grow up. I feel like so often we don't choose those things. We just keep doing what we've always done, but take the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, and I know some people do, I don't have kids yet myself, but some people do that. They just do four gifts for their children. And it's the something I want or something I want, something I need, something to wear and something to read. Love that. And that way, like the kids know this is what we're getting all year long. They're going to get things they need, right? And things they want. But at Christmas, this is what to expect. And like you said, a stocking also, but they get to choose. And you that makes it very thoughtful. Like you got to put a lot of thought into what is it I really, really want, you know? Um so you get to really appreciate it. And, um, you know, with birthdays and Christmas, like sometimes toys get played with for a day or two and then tossed to the side. Right. Um, so I think it's important to just find something that's really, really important and is going to mean a lot and going to be used and appreciated. Yeah. So good. And that's really, I think the core of, you know, being intentional. That sounds a little bit like minimalism to me, which I love, but just being really intentional with what you're doing, with what you're buying. And there's nothing like, I, I don't want it to sound like we're saying don't right. Like don't, don't go out and get the gifts. Like if that feels good for you, do it. What we're saying is if you're feeling that inner (laughs) angst and that inner tension, if you're feeling that start to question these things and really ask yourself, like, where is this coming from? Oh, it's coming from this feeling that I have to do a, B and C or that I have. Right. And then just continue digging in. Like, what do I feel like I have to do? Why do I feel like I need to do that? And then really figuring out how, how can I shift out of that to something that feels just more peaceful. Yes. I love that. And I'm glad you pointed that out because some people's gift, there's some people's love language is gift giving. So that is going to bring them joy and peace and happiness. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, absolutely. If that is you and it makes you happy to do those things, 
then spend away and buy things that your loved ones um, would enjoy to have. Yeah. What are some other Other ways ways around the holidays that you think women can take care of themselves? So if we're thinking about just practicing well-being throughout the holidays and being intentional, like what are some other things that you think they can do financially or even mindset wise or worthiness wise? Cause I know those are huge topics that you work with your clients yes. on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm big on like having some quiet time, meditation, prayer, and just really getting quiet. And I just did a podcast recently about creating space in your life because it's become so loud um, with social media, with on-demand TV. You can watch TV whenever you want. You know, when I was a kid, you had to watch it when it came on or <laughs> you didn't watch it, right? Now you can wake up at 2 a.m. and watch TV. But I really think just creating that space Um quiet and really getting in touch with yourself, your feelings, um, getting grounded in what brings you joy and happiness. And I do a lot of journaling when you're feeling some type of way, write it out. Like you were talking about, why do I feel this? Where is this coming from? And you'll find a lot of times those answers are inside yourself. Um, we just block them out and we numb them out with other voices, other posts, videos, things we've seen and heard um, that other people said. So I really think it's just, you know, taking time for yourself, um, spending some time with some self-care, what makes you feel good and alive and taken care of. I think that's a huge thing. Like what makes you feel taken care of? Um, and that can even like, for me, sometimes it's just getting outside and walking, walking outside in the trees. Um, yeah. With nature, with God. And I love that. I was feeling that this morning, actually, just, just being reminded of how important that time is to really, like you said, the word that I've been gravitating towards lately. And you said it is to really feel grounded Mm -hmm. because I think it's so easy there's so much to consume. There's so much to listen to and so much to watch and Mm -hmm. just so much going on. And like Nikki had mentioned earlier, right? Like we are conditioned by the culture that we live in. So Mm -hmm. we're going to think that it's normal to always be plugged in, always be connected, always be on all the things and responding to people right away. And it's so important to take that space and to have even, you know, five, 10 minutes of quiet time. And I think it's so huge to do that in the morning, Mm -hmm. but wherever you can get that, for those of you who are at home with kids, wherever you can get that five to 10 minutes of, I'm not going to do the laundry. I'm not going to do the dishes right now. I'm not going to do all of the other things, but I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to read a devotional, or I'm literally just going to breathe and enjoy a hot cup of coffee and just have some music on just to enjoy some quiet space for you to just be with yourself because it is so like the line, I think gets thinner and thinner of like who we are, what we're here for our purpose, our calling. It gets so hard to see what those things are when we're consuming all of the time. Yes. It's hard to discern what voice is ours and what is God's and what has come from the world. Yeah. Yes. 
So huge. And I think another thing that you touched on that I, it's just so important to think about is this difference between consuming, right? So anyone who's listening, I want you to think about how many podcasts, how many YouTube videos, however, whatever it is, social media, (laughs) however much you have consumed. And then I want you to think about how much you have genuinely applied Mm. because I think so many of us, right? Like we are always consuming because we want to learn. We want to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I would challenge you to create some space and get really intentional with who you're following, with who you're listening to. And then really when something does stand out to you say, okay, I'm really going to get intentional and actually focus on applying this principle for the week or even for the day, if you need to do just the day, right. But rather than just continuing to consume, really the idea is that we're going to apply things. That's how we create the change, not just by hearing it, but by applying it and living it. Yes. Yes. That's funny that you say that because I did that this morning. (laughs) I was like, I'm reading this book and I'm like, I'm learning so much. And I have been underlining. uh, Don't, don't hate me book book lovers that don't underline in your books, but I, I write my books. all in my books. Yes. If you feel comfortable, I'd love to know what you're reading. Um, so actually right now I'm reading objections. Um, love it. and it's just talking to people about what we do and how people just don't, they don't like to interrupt, disrupt. They don't like disruptions in their normal, uh, day to day. Right. So it's just about, um, making that, more fluid and flow, um, with them. And so that they're open to whatever is, is going to change their lives for the better. I love it. Um, so I've been underlining in this book and I'm like, this stuff's really good and stuff I I don't think about. And I was like, how can I remember this? And I'm like, I'm a note taker. Like I am a note taker. I'm a student for life. Like I'm such a nerd still am. So I got out my phone, I opened up a new Google Doc, and I started typing in notes of what I had learned, and I'm going to apply that that later. Like, it's, you know, make a table, this is this, and what can I do from here? Um, So yeah, I do think that's so important. Otherwise, we're just reading, and we're just taking in information, and for what, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's... I I know the intention is good that we want to learn and right, but Mm -hmm. really where the change is going to come from Mm -hmm. is going to be from applying it. So whatever it is that you're learning or that you're reading Mm -hmm. right now, you know, I'm sure that they're, the women listening are thinking of things that they're, you know, consuming. So like whatever that is, and it doesn't have to be everything, right? Cause we only want to focus on certain intentions goals, but when something really resonates with you, get intentional about it, put a post-it somewhere where you're going to see it every day, figure out how can I live this out today? How can I live this out this week? What would that look like? Love that. Yes. Yes. I'm a post-it note queen. You can see my wall covered with post-it notes. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I love that. I think we've touched on a lot of really awesome practical tips Mm -hmm. for women to use over the holidays to really take care of themselves, to really create these shifts and get more intentional. Is there anything else that you'd like to leave us with? Um, I just really like to remind women that your worth is 
within you. It was born with you when God created you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. No matter what you do, what you weigh, how much money you have, like none of those numbers can define you. And just, I want you to rest in that peace. Um, anytime that you feel not enough and like you have to earn your worthiness because that is so important to me and it's so important for me to share that because it's something I struggled with for a large part of my life. So I just want to spread that message. (laughs) I love that. I think that's something that so many of us struggle with at one point or another in life is just trying to just trying to validate ourselves in other ways, whether it's through getting people to like us or showing up a certain way or so thank you for that reminder. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and listening to our little interview on soul care around your finances during the holidays. Don't forget that for the next week, my uh, group program is up. It is open. We will be starting December 7th. I cannot wait. Um, We will be exploring getting your finances set up for 2021. Um, You'll be in a community with other women who are in the same position. We're going to stop living paycheck to paycheck. We're going to um, work on our mindset around money, our worthiness, and deserving. And I just cannot wait to see the transformations that come out and the amazing 2021s that come from this group. I'll see you in there. Bye.